0: This is the Women With Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else.
1: Hey there, superwomen! I am so excited today to have my next guest. You know, we were having a little conversation before we started, and uh, she is a veteran, and I'm a veteran, I don't get a chance to talk to too many veterans, um, you know, that have, you know, been in the military, I think you were in the Navy, I think you said, went on to create an amazing, big, uh, amazing business. And I'm also excited because she's gonna be my new neighbor. <laughs> so moving into her neighborhood. Miss um, Deborah, how, how are you doing?
0: Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. And I'm, I'm excited to, to meet you and
1: uh, have this conversation. I am too. Navy, your business is victory in action. And um, you are a an actually a licensed physical therapist. Yes. Uh, you actually do heart math provider, certified trauma-sensitive uh, practitioner, chronic care professional health coach and life coach, and a best-selling author, as well as a Navy veteran and you went into um this victory in action to to do what what was your real like goal uh i know as a physical therapist you know in my mind i'm thinking okay i know what that is but when i hear heart focused leadership and empowerment i'm like okay tell me exactly what what you're doing
0: yes so that kind of evolved (laughs) because (laughs) i i was in navy first and then when i I got out, and then I became a physical therapist. And so, along that early um, beginning, there, um, I was introduced to to what I had not expected in healthcare, which was a whole lot of um, confusion and disappointment. and And then I ended up getting injured myself, and needed therapy and and then I, I, I don't know, I, I was not expecting, I wasn't expecting the kind of um, service that I received. And unfortunately at that time I was still new in the game. And, and so, you know, um, trying to figure out how I could get back on my feet and then figure out why i still want to do this right yeah. <laughs> and then how i was going to do it was kind of all within the same chunk of time and that being said i was dealing with chronic pain and then i ended up going into seeing patients privately uh along with my employee job that were dealing with chronic pain and it was a very, very challenging um, population to work with and still trying to figure out how do I, um, you know, n- not uh, lose my own health. And that being said, <laughs> it didn't work out all that well in the beginning because there came a point of time before the victory in action that I, I did, um, have a major health crisis and to the point where it wasn't visibly, you know, you couldn't just look at me and say, oh, she's, she's really struggling. But within me was a life force that was leaving my body. And to know what that would feel like is, I never want to feel like that again, but it was a very frightening time for me. Yeah. and uncertainty because i still had responsibilities i have i have four daughters mm. and and i'm married and you know so responsibilities as a mother as a wife and then i was still working but i was dealing with my own health and i thought how am i going to do all this and right. and, and so victory in action came about because of the the words itself, right victory and inaction. So taking action, you have to do something yeah. and to be victorious was another you know meaningful kind of term and you know it's um, it's interesting when I think about it now because I didn't even have any work to do. I was pub- I published a book early on so I wasn't really working with people under that whole uh, victory in action. Just, I published my book that way and the book was straight to the heart of what matters. And it talked about some of the challenges that I had experienced and some of the things that I'd learned as a therapist. And then it sort of evolved, you know, to learning more about the heart because that's coming back into my heart and not losing heart. Mm-hmm. Right, because I think that's what was that's what ultimately happened. I the disappointment from the system itself, and then just the way my expectations that I had, having left the military, having having and all that. That's a, that's its own story. Yes, but coming to being a therapist and getting injured, needing therapy, and and all that took place there. Um, you know, I honestly lost heart and and did not understand what was taking place. And and so kind of all that led from my own understanding to get myself back in my heart and reapproach how I was going to do this and ultimately now is to teach what I have learned.
1: And so it's been a process. And process. It usually <laughs> is, isn't it? <laughs> let, me, let me ask you because I want to unpack this a little bit for people. Yeah. Uh, you were in the Navy. How long were you in the Navy? I was in for nine years. And for nine years. Did you get hurt in the Navy while you're in, in serving, or was it afterwards? Yeah. yeah okay. Afterwards. And when you got hurt, uh, were you feeling disappointed in your your body yourself? the system the military health care system because i know that could be a whole thing <laughs>
0: yeah 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 so i i i got injured i had a i had a whiplash that was my original and then i had a fall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but then i needed physical therapy and i was on i was receiving therapy and at the time i was doing home health so i had con- i st- i had control over how i use my time with my patients you know
1: right. so it was a lot of
0: one on one and and the system is set up not for time not for time to spend with folks and i thought wow you know i i'm a therapist and what ended up happening was i was not getting better I was getting worse oh, and man. and so it was my, my own profession and it I I, <laughs> I get I did not expect what I had um, yeah uh, experienced and so and then the healthcare system because you know we are looking at band-aids really we take a pill for this take you know it, it's not really getting to the underlying root we just basically are on the surface and I'm not a surface person when it comes to Mm -hmm. how I work. So that being said, there was a mismatch in, in values because I know that we're taught in, in school, how to address the body from a whole, but, but a lot of times, you know, because the healthcare system, how it's being driven by insurance and payers, you know, it's, it's really taken away the autonomy in in how we practice. And unfortunately, in an outpatient world, unless you have the numbers, um, you know, the reimbursement. Yeah. yeah. So and I really I don't want to talk fully totally of my profession. I just it's a system that has a that has really miss, is now, um, what should I say? Where our values are, are are not in the priority that they should be,
1: right? And- well, you know, it, it's, it's like that a lot. I think it's not just in like physical therapy, it's in a lot of areas, you know? And I have talked to many doctors and people that have opened up their practices and now a lot of doctors are starting to do non-insurance care where I pick cash, you know, um, things and, and adding coaching to their practices and doing score consult, you know, they are just at doing different things. <clears throat> that would be a little bit more non-traditional um, than what they were taught for the same reasons. It's, it's showing up in every part of the system.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And so when I say the system, it is, and and what i the understanding that i came to which truly led me to the heart was that the discouragement that i felt the you know the emotional distress because i was in pain i was in constant pain and no one had time to address my pain i ultimately i was able to and and then finding that you know that the system wanted to send me to, you know, a surgeon and like, you know, and, and anything, that's the priority. That's not my priority. Surgery is not a priority. So I need to do my own work to find someone who would take time to work with me because, you know, I had knowledge of what I thought I needed and I just needed someone to take time with me, a therapist to take time with me and work with me. And so that's, I was able to get myself back on track, but, you know, this, this level of stress and distress took a toll in another way. So it wasn't just a physical injury. It was this, in this internal, this internal, like wear and tear on my nervous system. And then, you know, I ultimately, and, and I was still working as I could with, with these patients that had complications, right? that are ongoing, uh, that, had, that are longstanding. And again, because we're, we don't have the time to care, I was still trying to take whatever time I had to give all that I could and, mm-hmm. it, and I was depleting. And so knowing that this level of distress does have a cumulative effect on the body.
1: Yeah, and right.
0: from my own steps to recover that's sort of uh, the path that I've been wanting to teach folks is, you know, what do we do when we don't feel supported? What do we do when we don't feel understood or no one has the time to care? Because ultimately it's my body and I'm in it 24 seven. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, the onus is on me first to understand where am I, and take responsibility back, and yeah. and and that's what I had to do because I I was I was upset and I and that was in the way also. So there was an element of resistance, and you
1: know I was angry, I
0: was hurt, you know, all of that was sort of a barrier to my recovery in the beginning. That I had to just uh, just own
1: on myself Take the responsibility back. you know it's what I'm hearing is like you were saying about your heart you know disheartened you know heartbroken you know all these things because it is your because you care deeply about what you do and now you're experiencing you were experiencing it from a different side you're not on the side of the of the you you know you were providing the care but now experiencing it from the patient side and realizing that it was not working, it was broken. And uh, and you had two choices, which is amazing because when you have two choices, you can either sit down and take it or ignore it, right? Or do something about it, and you did. You decided, you know what, this is not working, you know, um, and I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna continue to go down that road. I wanna make some changes, which is, you know, really what a uh, boss lady does. <laughs> In a lot of ways, it's really what you do. I mean, you either just ignore it, take it, or make some changes, you know, and try to help lead other people into that change, which sounds like what victory and action is. You do, at the end of the day, it is, like you said, our body, you know? That's amazing. So what are some other struggles that you've had to go through or hurdles that you had to overcome in your business, just starting that business, you know, now all of a sudden you're saying, okay, I'm going to change some things. What does that look like? Well,
0: I mean, it's still a process to this day. And part of it is because it's been evolving, right? Like I, my, my personal business piece was a small piece. I was still primarily, you know, an employee working in An inpatient rehab, so I I got to see and and experience and uh, help facilitate some really deeply transformative um, experiences that I I wouldn't quite say relate to physical therapy. It relates to to the whole person who, in the moment, and it, and and I'll share that it's it's been kind of like in those moments, like a ministry. Right. So that being said, when someone, when you're present and talking about presence, because that's the teaching that I'm bringing forth. And it's about being in the heart, being in this, this space that is is expansive, right? That opens to who is present, right? So we meet heart to heart and we meet with... Um, a level of understanding that I'm here to care for you. And that understanding comes without me saying anything. It comes with me walking in the room and someone can tell that I'm here present. I'm not down the hallway or I'm, you know, off somewhere in my mind, you know, these things are palpable. So from an energetic point of view, it's, it's being aware of what's going on in us, right? That we're present to our own emotions, our own uh, triggers, and things like that. Because trauma comes along for the ride, right? And I know because my own personal injury, and then the the um, all the different pieces that were in place that were not helpful to me, <laughs> and you know the, the little bits and uh, pieces of work in my way back up, I realized that I had trauma in my system, too. Mm. right? And so when I get to, I listen to folks, you know, we validate where people are and perspective is perspective. And someone's perspective on their situation makes it so for them. And so we honor, we come into a place where we honor who we're present to, but we, we keep sight of where we are as well. So there is this relationship, there's this exchange going on. And so being in the heart, you know, the heart has its own intelligence and, yeah. and this is, it is really phenomenal. What can take place in this open space where neither myself or the patient would know what's to come because, mm-hmm. You know the intention that I hold when I walk in is for the highest good of the time, mm-hmm. and for the things that have unfolded is um, beyond really uh, what is typical in outcomes, but it's what was needed for that time. Yeah, and yeah. and it's these are what we can call miracles, and we can call awe-inspiring experiences, but this is, I don't know if you've seen what I've written there, inspiration came to me as an understanding of what starts to move when we are in our heart, sincerely to care. And this is uh, this is where uh, the beauty unfolds. So for him, you. Know
1: You would feel like that would be the exact place that a caregiver would be is in the heart, right? Mm -hmm. But the system's not set up that way. Well, so so here, so honestly, when when
0: we're in the heart to care, there's a thing called compassion fatigue, (laughs) vicarious Mm -hmm. trauma. These things we take on, we don't even realize that we're taking on the energy because we are energy right? We're a fluid body, we're an energy body. And and so we're in this exchange all the time. And when I used to do a lot of work with my hands on, you know, I was taking on. And also, I didn't have boundaries for myself. So these are some of the, the aspects of what we must learn as practitioners is how to have a healthy boundary. And, and when we're in, in the midst of providing care, is that it's not to put ourselves on the back burner and and then you know which is what I did before and then I was upset with the system and everything you know it, it really is to take ownership for our well-being concurrently right yeah. to know our own limits, to ask for help to but, but to show up and when we show up in this way, it changes it changes the conditions in that
1: perspective.
0: Well, it it actually changes the um, perspective, yes. The perspective is that, uh, for me, is open, right? So I'm coming with an open heart, open mind. But the actual conditions that allow for um, growth and what what can evolve versus shut down um, or create a barrier comes through the heart. It comes through the heart and, and it's not from an overcare position. It's from, you know, just, it's from an overflow, right? That we can flow through, right? And and, yeah.
1: Beautiful. What would you say to another woman uh, or another person that was really looking to um, have success? In her business, or have success in her life, or have success in her care, what would you say is the first thing that she should consider?
0: You know, know that it's a it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. It's a process, and it's taken me quite a while. Yeah, and quite a while. And you know, from two thousand and five. What year are we now? 22. Yeah. So I had a vision back then and i'm only it's it's only beginning to, to right now so that's a long time right and so weathering and and staying with it little by little be willing to grow you know and and invest right yeah uh, i had to come into a relationship my own relationship with money mm-hmm. um, and and, and something that felt bigger than me, right? It honestly has felt bigger than me, but I had to grow into this, you know? I am still growing into it and um, and learning to ask for help because I'm independent and <laughs> and I wasn't one to ask for help and because I didn't feel I needed help that I had figure it out, you know, and... Um, I'll, I'll just do this thing and ultimately I'm learning that it's i'm it's okay to ask for help it's not weakness it's not anything to you know to it's gonna take away it's it's um learning to use my voice
1: yeah
0: yeah all these it's a it's a it's a beautiful process that doesn't always feel so good and warm fuzzy. Yeah, but it's meaningful.
1: Yeah, I love it. What keeps you motivated? What keeps you inspired? <laughs> you know,
0: I have my I have four daughters and. And I look at all my girls, and each of them has bits and pieces of me mm-hmm. that some of them are outwardly present, and some are. I mean, when I say outwardly present, that I, you know, and that I can see uh, who I who I can be. <laughs> like, oh, you know, I have, and and then the other parts. That are more reserved, you know. So I I I'm seeing myself at different kinds of stages in life through my four daughters. And they they inspire me to be more because as I want for them to live their life fully and to their greatest ability to what's in their heart to do while they're in this life. I want the same for me. And yeah. and yeah, so my kids inspire me and my patients inspire me. So, you know, and, and when I have, I have patients saying some of the most amazing things to me and I just am so humbled and so um, grateful, you know, and honored to be at that point in time to be in service. Yeah, And, and so I'm inspired by my patients as well. And, and I'm, and I'm very grateful for my life. So I, I know that there's more for me to to step into as I say yes to each moment that unfolds. So that's, you know, it's a day by day thing. You know.
1: Do you work with people both online, like virtually as well as physically? Or is it just an in-office in, in office kind of um, patient care?
0: It's kind of a hybrid right now because I, I still have patient care
1: mm-hmm. but
0: my my next steps are with health care providers yeah. and so with all this going on with covid and all the variations and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and things you know um I'm, I'm kind of just taking it as it comes you know and um so most of that for the healthcare side is, is online. So I'm looking to put things, um, that is accessible.
1: And yeah. Yeah. so if someone wants to find you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: would they, how would they find you? What was your website? What's your social media? How do they find out more about how they can work with you?
0: Okay. So I have the victory in is a website.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I have a self which is, I'm, um, started that just oh nice pressure off the press, yeah and and so i want to support our providers and frontline you know professionals because it is a rigorous yeah profession it is more challenging than ever
1: yes it and definitely is Stressful, all of it.
0: <laughs> well, we the resource, you know. It's we have to take ownership for our health because it is a relationship. The re- everything in life is a relationship. But our relationship, and when we step into the, you know, that space to serve another who is in a way really needing us to be present and to be well, and and to offer constructive (laughs) support you know it's it's necessary and trust is lacking in our system trust and transparency is lacking and so you know we are on integrity and our autonomy but to the ability that we can do you know I can tell you that I have come back with a whole different approach that has allowed me to know where I'm focused and how that has been able to to help me to still really enjoy, you know, I'm going on 30 years in practice. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Believe me. So, yeah.
1: So awesome. Well, Dr. Deborah Howell, I am just so excited to be, to have you as a part of this project that we're working on. I'm so happy that we got a chance to talk a little bit about what you're doing. Victory in Action, I love it. Definitely check her out, victoryaction.com. And uh, I look forward to all the stuff we're going to be doing this year. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm excited for Vegas,
1: too. I am, too. I know. Awesome. Talk to you soon.